Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit show. Featuring Justin Curie at Wizard of Whiskey, Mark Pruitt at Resonant Prose, and Julia Men at The Wee Tipple. And now, pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know you will. And welcome back, Ramblers. Uh, here we are on another sunny day. Uh, for episode 18, Article Bitch Are you a fucking weatherman now? What are we doing? Yes, I am. And I'm going live to Mindy and Chopper 5. How are we doing today, Mindy? <laughs> I'm doing great, y'all. Fantastic. Who's Mindy? Uh, Mindy is going to introduce herself, but I'm going to do a little bit of an intro because, well, it says just an intro. So, um, so Ramblers, we've got an interesting uh, thing going on today. Mark's going to be, uh, I don't know, fucking off somewhere uh, soon ish so we brought on a guest host uh the very talented uh mindy uh mindy tell us a little bit about yourself well i'm the new julia today because she's not here <laughs> so i'm just gonna sit around and tell mark to go fuck himself um i am i'm the editor-in-chief of whiskey network magazine um i've been involved in bourbon for a long time and i own a gun store and that's the long short of it sweet uh, and then, of course, as always, I am joined by the effeminate Mark Pruitt at Resonant Prose. Um, yes, got her to spit a drink. Perfect. Done. And my job is done. As long as I can get someone to spit their drink, I literally, that's my entire life is to, to try and do that. Um, so let's jump right into the news. Who's got something? You're not going to introduce me? I just did. No, listening, folks. Me. I'm not going to introduce you because we don't have a name for you yet. I'm the bad joke that won't die. Oh God, yeah, he's not. He's not kidding. For those who don't remember, <clears throat> he's talking about the sock puppet to be named later. I hope you've all had a chance to vote because voting ends sometime around episode 22. So, um, which brings us to our news, which is we have no news because we're literally talking about the news for the episode. So we're talking about news articles for fuck's sake. All right. Who's got a sour your mash? Somebody's got to be bothered by something. I want Mindy to go first. Oh, okay. Um, man, a little bit of everything today, right? Um, I've got a five-year-old, y'all. And um, it's a difficult age, and I'm totally over this phase. Um, she's five going on 17. Um, my mother-in-law is in town and she's also five going on 17. <laughs> um, they're currently moving here from California and they are house hunting and, oh, y'all say a prayer that I survive this. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mother, mother-in-law moving, moving in. Oh. Yeah. I used to have a three state buffer and I'm going to have like a three mile buffer. <laughs> no, um, moving moving to the state but not the same house no just you know a couple miles up the road though well, well. those fries look really good justin they do don't they you know it'd be really yeah. great if you could not eat in the middle of the show because you know this is like a professional operation yeah have hr call me in well at least you're not eating fucking cheetos or cheese it's or whatever godforsaken creation you'd choose actually i have cheese balls so i'll bet you do i will grab those mark other than my 
apparently unnatural cheese ball fetish. Uh, what uh, sours your mash, brother? Well, speaking of cheese balls, Julia's not here tonight, and apparently she's off on some sort of 1980s movie vague sexual escapade or something's going on. I, we're not really too sure what's happening, but apparently she's having a really good time and she called out sick. So she, I, get, I, get, off. I, I get, I get, I uh, get suspended by HR and I have to exit for a couple of episodes and she does this and she gets celebrated for it. So fuck that noise. I was going to make a really bad joke about her blowing us off, but I'm not um, really sure. No, really, I, I do have a sour my match, and I really do want to get this off of my chest. We went to, uh, took my family to, I don't know, a restaurant, I, whatever you want to call it, a food establishment. And the table next to us was having a speakerphone conversation with a relative uh, in the middle of the restaurant uh, while eating their food. It was like it was a fucking family dinner. And if there is one thing that is a pet peeve of mine is shut your fucking speakerphone off, please, for the love of God. Headphones that stick in your ears are relatively cheap. I will walk you over to Big Lots and I will buy you a fucking pair of <laughs> headphones that you can listen to the goddamn conversation. I will buy you a splitter. And I will buy multiple forms of headphones for you and your fucking family to listen to. There is simply no excuse for this level of stupidity in a restaurant. It took every fiber of my being to not go and buy a milkshake and drop it on somebody's fucking head because it is absolutely ridiculous. Stop sitting in public places and talking on your goddamn speakerphone. I think that deserves a goddamn amen. Number one. Bravo, bravo. Number two, I had this situation a couple of months back and I, I saw someone post about this on the social medias a few weeks back and I shared with them a story of, I jump into their conversations. If you are disrespectful enough to have a conversation, because now we can, if you're, if you're on speakerphone, cool, we get to hear both sides. I will jump the fuck in. And I encourage all of you listeners to do the same. Jump in, but take the side of the person on the other end. Always. It'll infuriate the person on the phone that you're looking at. And like, no, no, no. That bitch is right. You're being a bitch about this 100% of the time. It will freak them out. If they're disrespectful enough to do that, you should disrespect them in return. If somebody is watching a television program at high volume, on speakerphone, or if they are talking on a speakerphone conversation, if I get if I get erratic enough about it, and if it goes on long enough, I have a very high quality, very turned up version of Slayer Seasons in the Abyss. And I am not afraid to use that because I will go and I will get in close proximity and I will point my phone speaker, uh, my phone speaker at them and I will turn it up to fall full volume. I don't give a shit if it's distorting. I don't give a shit if it's disturbing other people. We're going to disturb everybody in the fucking restaurant together. <laughs> and I've done totally. it. Believe you. <laughs> totally fine with that. Um, tell you what, that was my match. Uh, aside from traffic, aside from idiots, aside from people on their cell phones, which honestly, just take away the cell phones at this point. Um, what really sours my mash is when people don't, and I think we talked about this a couple of months ago, 
when people don't actually write a proper sentence or have no idea what they're talking about and they're writing about it anyway. Um, came across a couple articles in the past few weeks that just really irritated me from the get-go, from the byline, from the first word, losing my shit. So <clears throat> I kind of want to talk about that because I kind of feel like we should have a article bitch fest. Let's rip apart some articles. Uh, in the past, we have taken the extra step to protect the anonymity of the journalists and the papers, papers, quote unquote, you guys can't see my finger quotes, but uh, the, the content producers, because um, that's what they are at this point. Um, but so you're telling me that. that that lady who is a junk food connoisseur was yeah. not capable of producing a great article about whiskey? Oh, I'm quite certain they're capable. No bullshit. Things. No, it fucking sucked. People like that shouldn't be allowed. Well, how do we know? How do we know unless we give them a try? And, and by the way, Mark's right. They can't. Um, so my first response is, please stop. So um, who's got, uh, somebody's got to have an article that they just want to bitch about. Because I've got a couple. Uh, let's, let's jump in here. Mindy, okay. you want to go first? Uh, well, sure. Yeah, uh, Mindy's got to go first because I need Mindy to. Mindy has to go first. Do I get I to need, pick one I want or do I have to pick I, mine? You pick anyone I you need, want. I need to load up here. <laughs> well, I want to start with um, the um, cheap scotches um, article. Um, Who the fuck are you stealing my article? I, you, you said I could pick anyone I wanted, so I did. Also, because I, I'm drinking cheap scotch right now. So we're starting with it. What? Well, <laughs> even. That depends. What, what, what do you? Yeah, <laughs> we totally forgot because I'm an asshole. Totally forgot. I apologize. You know what? I'm a little frazzled today because on my way home, this stupid idiot ripped out in front of me. And then when I, <clears throat> how do I put this? Let them know that I was displeased with their moronicism. They followed me home, so we were a little bit delayed in getting started because I had to deal with that, but. Uh, I, I definitely need to calm down. I'll tell you that much right now. I, I definitely need to just like be a lot more chill than, than I have been in the past. And I have, I've had calmed down quite a bit, but because of all that and the frazzledness and the irritation, I forgot to ask everybody what's in their glass. Okay. Go ahead, Mindy. You want to go first and take yes. all the glory. Go ahead. What's in your glass? All it's the your, glory. It's your first episode and you're fucking taking over. Well, that's what I'm here for. I know. Yeah. Good. Julia, having, Julia having, you're out. Mindy, you're in. <laughs> fuck off <laughs> i'm having a cocktail this is um an aberfeldy tea so it's just black tea aberfeldy 12 year some bitters and some honey syrup um very light and refreshing um it's my go-to in the middle of the summer it's a little is cold. it ready to drink or is it you did you make that no i made it oh okay good <laughs> we were gonna have an issue no no none of this ready to drink bullshit no no never Mike, what about you, brother? Um, I think I've had this one before, and and I think I did this just especially for for Mindy because well, you'll understand in a minute. I've got the Elijah Craig. Uh, this is the single barrel select by a, a whiskey group that we happen to be in together, and uh, I've talked about this one a little. It's an old standard. I think I've been kind of cycling through some of the same old, same old lately, but uh, you know. This one's a little different. This one's got a little bit of funk on it. You get the 
you get the honey and vanilla kind of on the nose, but there's a, there's a savory funk that's on this one. You don't get the sweetness. I, and I can't tell what it is. I can't tell if it's, um, if it's an oak note or what the hell it is, but, uh, it's very different. Uh, I'm very happy for the folks that, uh, sent me this from across the country uh perfectly legal by the way uh we did it legit it was hand delivered uh wasn't via the mail or any other delivery service please don't arrest me um so yeah if you live near me or you know me and you want to sample hit me up because this is good shit it's it's very it's very bourbony there i said it very bourbony yeah it's very bourbony fuck yourself go fuck yourself um Wow. I am drinking uh, Treaty Oak. This is the Day Drinker Texas Bourbon. Um, 40% ABV. I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to swig. Okay, he's got a bottle. So let's give play-by-play here. He has one of those old school bottles that it's a, I don't even... What what are, that's not a fifth. That's not a fifth. The fifth is a bigger bottle. It's a 375. It's a, it's a half a it's a half of 750. So. so in the in the 70s, for those of us who are that old, or maybe even in the early 80s, this is the kind of shit that would fit in a in a pair of, in a back pocket of a nice pair of jeans. And it would be something stellar like beef eater gin or some other like root beer schnapps, perhaps. Yeah, would it be in a bottle like that. Yeah, root beer schnapps. What were you? You and your bell bottoms need to simmer down. Um, wow, rip your fuck you! Um, I never wore bell bottoms. And disco oh, still right. sucks. Disco still sucks. Well, we're gonna have to have a discussion about that on a later episode dedicated to music. Which oh, I found speak. another way to heat um, up your Birkenstocks, buddy. It's okay. Um, the day drinker bourbon. It's it's okay. It's um, it's quintessential bourbon. It's it's really nice. It's clean. It's crisp. Um, so I have no, I have no objections to it, and uh, I did drink right out of the flask. I will post the proper review uh, later on, perhaps as a blind. I'm not sure because I have the bottle with me, so maybe I won't do a blind. We'll see. Um, now, back to the show, Indy. You were talking about this article. You stole it from Mark. Go I for did. it. Did so? Are are we saying where these came from, or are we we keeping this anonymous again? Nah, let's say it. Okay, so this one's from Liquor.com. Um, it is the nine best cheap scotches to drink in 2021. And y'all, we need to have a discussion about what cheap means because some of the bottles in this article are like 70 freaking dollars. And I'm sorry, but that's not a, that's not cheap to me. <laughs> I know Mark has some uh, stuff to say about this one. Well, first of all, I got lost at the first one being Johnny Walker Black Label. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, number two, Bomore 12 year old being the other one out of the gate. Look, I'm sure that there are people that love Bomore. There, this is a storied distillery. We've talked about this before, but it's an Isla whiskey and it's probably something that maybe you don't sort of jump into. And it's not fucking cheap. It's listed at $80. Jesus Christ, what are people thinking? Say, so right underneath that is you know, my introduction to scotch, scotch, which was Balvini 12 year double wood. That's a $70 bottle. I just, who made this list? <laughs> I mean, I mean, again, Glenlivet Founders Reserve. Yeah. I mean, again, these are, these are good scotches. Let's be clear. These are good scotches. I don't think oh, they any are. Of them fall in the, 
in the realm of what you would consider cheap. And, and, and this is the problem I have with this article is these are all single malts, except for with the exception of the only one who actually belongs on this list, Johnny Walker Black. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a reasonable, cheap scotch. It is scotch. It's cheap. And it's really the only one that actually belongs on this, like Ardbeg as the category for best Isla. I, you know, sure. But cheap, not so much. You know, this is what really bugs me about this. Best blended Mossburn. Who's finding these wines? You know, these, 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 uh, these whiskeys, you know? I love the FAQ section at the end of this article. What differentiates Scott from other whiskeys? Well, quite simply, it's made in Scotland. Well, no fucking shit. Is cheaper uh. scotch made differently? What makes it less expensive? Well, none of these scotch are less expensive, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And will I get more of a hangover with cheaper scotch versus more expensive? Now, I, I'm kind of going on the record here saying that I kind of want to do an episode in the future over this bullshit trope of, uh, of liquor just in general that will bad liquor give you more of a hanger, hangover. Anyways, the final point here in the article is why trust the source who wrote this, the website that it's published on, and the author? Well, she's been publishing, writing about spirits for two decades. Well, I've been writing for whiskey for about two minutes, so fuck me, right? But I mean, come on. This person has a soft spot for Sherry Cask's Speyside Scotches, but she's not beyond a smoky Isla. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, great. No problem. Um, so you know what? let's let's give the the let's give first of all let's have liquor.com come on. Anyone from liquor.com is welcome to come on the podcast and and counterpoint us. We're totally fine with that. We're we're not saying don't write betsy has cred let's let's just get right out there come, and say come it. on on betsy, betsy has we'd cred. love to talk to you we'd love to have you on as a guest um we're not let's be clear we're not shitting on you this is the worst list first of all we also hate lists so that's it's a triple threat for us so we're not a list person speaking of we're actually going to list some articles that we hate so let's get back to our list Betsy, come on and destroy me. Please give me Please. give me the satisfaction give, of doing that. Give Mark the spanking he needs. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, Mark, what do you got? Oh, there's just such a lovely, lovely uh, smorgasbord of articles to choose from. I don't know why I'm having a difficult time talking today. Usually it's not. It's You know what? It's because Julia's not here. I'm worried about Julia. Julia, how are you doing? I think it's on a podcast where people have to listen to us. Well, we didn't get a chance to talk to Julia about protection or did, did she need like a rescue call or, you know, I'm just worried about her. We could just call her on the podcast and just see how things are going. Oh, you want me to call her? Do it. Know. No. Oh, spoil sport. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> In the meantime, well, before while we're deciding whether to do this, by the way, Ramblers, you get a vote. So tweet us at should we uh, call Julia during her date and find out. I, okay, I'm actually looking I, forward to seeing I, if it's I've, the same I've, guy. I've got her up. I've I can I just have to hit I have to hit send on the number if if you want to do it. Let's see if she answers. Okay. She's not gonna All answer. right. Here we go. She's not gonna answer. All right. 
it's ringing. Oh. Very weird ring. She's not yeah. going to answer the phone. You've reached the voicemail box for Julia. Oh, wow. oh, I was right. expecting her to pick up and it to be just a simple one sentence response. <clears throat> Fuck off, Mark. Mark. <laughs> uh, right. So, so if she calls me back. I'll, I'll bring her on. I'll, I'll keep my phone handy here, and I'll just make sure that uh, everything's kosher. Uh, so, I, I want to jump in my article here. The one, the second one, that's sort of a thorn in my side. What's the difference between bourbon and whiskey? And this is, uh, <laughs> I'm sure, a juggernaut of a site called Cool Material. Um, I've never heard of it. That doesn't mean that it's not cool, but who goes to a website called Cool Material for anything? Now, this seems to be a perennial discussion. What's the difference between bourbon and whiskey? Perhaps I am defective. Nobody cares. Literally, nobody cares. Pencil pushing bean counters who want things to be digitally accurate care less about the difference between bourbon and whiskey than they do about a one cent variance in a ledger somewhere. So I'm a little perplexed by why this keeps cropping up. Is this just cashing in on the bourbon craze and people are just putting something that's easy money out there? I, I, I just don't know. I feel like, I feel like we could get deep, deep into the differences, but we're not going to. I feel like it's another episode discussion to discuss some of the bullshit, some of the myths. You know what? I think we're going to do an episode on that. I'm I'm going to reach out to some people and we're going to get that scheduled. But in the meantime, Mindy, what are your thoughts on this hogwash? Oh God, we see this argument all the time, right? Um, specifically, one that we see linked to this all the time, literally daily in all the Facebook groups is, um, is Jack Daniels bourbon. And the way this article is written kind of just irks me as an editor. Um, wasn't the greatest, was a little rough to read. Um, it's kind of like someone had word vomit. <laughs> but just this, it's an easy article to write. You know, we, we see this all the time on hundreds of different websites. It's just the same old, same old. And, you know, it was kind of boring for me personally. But, you know, it seemed to sour Mark over here a little bit so well let's look at the author's credibility i'm not even going to name him because he doesn't have a fucking bio can't figure out who this guy is but um or gal we, we're has, gonna we're gonna hate equally it doesn't matter who the fuck wrote this but go on i was using a generic term them they whatever you want to call it um he uh he's written a riveting article about a very expensive watch um uh, an article about steve mcqueen's 1968 Husqvarna going up for auction. Uh, the difference between uh, you should ditch plastic sunglasses and should be wearing woodies. Um, some puff piece about some really ugly fucking shoes from Nike. And then, of course, an obligatory turntable article. Um, I'm sure you're a real journalist and you have way more experience than I do writing. But you wrote an article about a, term, a turntable and whiskey. And that makes you a dirty fucking hipster in my book. Um, see, it's not even the hipster thing that bothers me or the fact that this person has clearly never actually tasted whiskey. It's that at the beginning of one of the paragraphs, what is bourbon? The first three words 
are according to Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Even if you use Wikipedia as a site, never talk about it. Yeah, I would rather do the... in high school, y'all. Holy crap. Like, I seriously, did this guy's lit teacher never say, hey, never cite Wikipedia as a possible source, especially when you probably got paid for this? Please. I, I figured it out. Please. I figured it out. I unlocked the secret to this article. The only reason that this article exists is because they're giving away a bottle of Peppy Van Winkle and they want email addresses. If you look at the bottom of the article, yeah. we uh, are giving away uh, a, vo- a bottle of Peppy Van Winkle. And of we course, love bourbon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they 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 close out the article in talking about Pappy Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. So clearly, this is just a this is just a bullshit crap. Oh my god! The last sentence, and I'm not just saying that because we're giving away a bottle of Pappy Fifteen here. Yes, you are. <laughs> you know what's funny is I I really got to read this article, but the best plain T-shirts for men. I it's a fucking t- you know what? No, it's a fucking T-shirt. You buy the fucking t-shirt, you wear the fucking t-shirt. What? No. What's next? I, you know what? No, I'm going to go on to this other one. Um, I came across this one and initially I misread some of the things about the article. So I was pissed off for an entirely different reason. But I reread the article because we can actually read. I don't know if you guys know that. Um, I, can't, I can't read. What really got me irritated was I started collecting whiskey the way most people do. Focusing mostly on single malt scotch and Japanese whiskeys. <laughs> right away, you're starting off <laughs> like a fucking tool. And this is someone who has a pretty decent following. I would respect them if they wouldn't start off with these generalities that are wrong. First of all, you never say most and mostly in the same sentence. Um, and stop generalizing people. Who the fuck starts with scotch and Japanese whiskeys and then has an afterthought of bourbon? No one. Like, hey, I tried this super rare hibiki, but fuck, I don't know what bourbon is. Come on, guys and gals, please. And this was a legit food and wine. Come on, man. Finding just a fucking influencer to write your shit just so you can hit that spirits demographic. I'll do it. Come on, Michter's yeah, 25 rye. Everybody's got Mark, that there at their fingertips. Mark will do it. And this 25 large. The other part of this article that really fucking irritates me, to Mark's point, is the best rare bourbons for your whiskey drinkers collection. None of these are even fucking available. That's like saying we're not going to discuss the secondary market on this show because we've discussed it multiple times already. We don't look at it as, at least I don't. I don't know if Mindy has a different perspective as our guest host. Um, hopefully, you know, future part-time, you know, full-time host. Um, but if you if you have a classic car website, that's one thing. You want to talk about the classic cars and the best rare cars? That's one thing because you could resell those. It's a fucking bottle of whiskey. Stop reselling shit. Number one. Number two. Stop paying seven thousand dollars for a fucking bottle. Michter's twenty-year bourbon. Are you fucking kidding me? Parker's Heritage, 27. Again, who can grab Happy 23 Gold Wax Top? Four grand. Happy 13-year-old rye. Sure, you can if you can get a bottle, go for it. Jefferson's Presidential. 
who's paying these fucking prices for these fucking black maple hill i used to get that shit like it was water mictors got a bottle behind me come on i think my issue here too is the the uh, also the the btac worship I, I i talked about that before one of the local store here having a full btac collection for 15 grand up for sale and then eventually somebody picked it up and it was gone so i, I don't know you got to be a real piece of samson extra brains to to pay that kind of money for for alcohol either that or you're just you're a wash in money and that means nothing to you but it strikes me that people who have that kind of money generally aren't that frivolous and i have talked to people in the industry about whiskey who are incredibly wealthy from other endeavors and i don't think i i think there's one one person that i have spoken to who has basically said yeah i'll pay a little more for a bottle of whiskey because they felt that you know they just wanted to be ridiculous but even at that their daily drinkers were very sort of sensible so i don't know who the fuck is paying this kind of money for all of this shit but it's ridiculous and it just needs to die off My favorite sentence in this whole thing is going back to the Mitchers 20 says, but at an initial retail offering of around $750, if you saw this in the wild, how could you ever say no? Oh yeah. I'd, I'd bust out the credit card. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Um, and why is food and wine giving legit airtime to the secondary market for bourbon and whiskey? I mean, seriously. Oh, every single one of their little um, notes here has the secondary value in it. Every single one. Are, 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 we, are we clear that, that selling alcohol in a secondary market is actually illegal? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, wh- why is a national magazine dedicated to food and wine promoting it just sort of matter of factly i don't give a shit if you're acknowledging it you're or you know you just think that it's a part of the press it's bullshit you're promoting it come on so speaking of mictors there's another report from these people that rob report i don't know who this person is i we'll see some crap about metallica's whatever i i it's less about the people writing these things than the than the content producers actually publishing this shit. Clearly, none of you have ever heard of editing. Um, so, why this year's Stellar Mictors Tin Bourbon is worth scouring the globe? No whiskey is worth scouring the fucking globe. Let's start with that. Um, I don't even understand the beginning of this sentence. Like I have a. I'm going to, I'm going to come to Jonah's rescue here and Jonah, I love you. I'd I'd love for you to come on the show and talk about writing for whiskey because he seems to have some actually decent cred writing some pretty decent articles, at least on its face. But I'm going to probably lay this at the feet of the Rob report because you know, the Rob report well, I just clicked on the front page of the Rob report and there's this really spiffy article about the boat of the week. It is a 443 foot yacht. 
that is called Sunrise. It is the world's largest open sport giga yacht. God knows how much this fucking thing costs. Probably more money than I will make in a lifetime. But no, you know, we we talked about this in making 17 lifetimes. But, but we talked about this in a previous episode. Not everything needs to be moved into the column of being a luxury item just because whiskey or bourbon is good or somewhat rare doesn't mean that it's fucking super luxury and you should pay out of the nose for it you know would i love to be able to buy this stuff sure somebody was giving me shit the other day because they thought that i was pissed because i can't just go out and buy it well yeah you know what a fucking part of me is but another part of me is this is just stupidity when you're paying a hundred or a thousand times what the retail price is on a product just because somebody got a hold of it before you did and they want to make some money off of you. Fuck that. And and this is page one ground zero for the luxury bullshit revolution that's happening. I don't I'm now looking at this boat because you've lost me on the whiskey side because this boat is ridiculous. I I have I have 17 questions starting with what is what is a giga yacht? Um, and I don't know, but the pool on the back end of that thing's probably bigger than my house. Yeah, who was the asshat who said, Hey, let's call this a giga yacht? <laughs> I, I want to meet these people. Uh, so Rob Report, if you're listening, because I know you all do, um, please reach out and we will we'll love to have you on the show to talk about. We're gonna first of all, we're gonna record it on the ship, we're gonna record episodes on the ship, drinking, make your 25 year rye and everything. The bourbon, we're gonna drink it all. We're gonna we're gonna do a Michter's tasting. Um, we're gonna put. I'm assuming this is a multi 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 hundred million dollar yacht, uh, based on on the specs. And I'm gonna place my order here soon. But um, getting back to the article, I understand you defend Jonah. Sure, you've got some cred. My my question is, if we go back and read these articles that he has put together, would they make any sense? Because the first line of this article. As has been well documented in the whiskey world, who, what, what are you, what, what, who are you, who's reading this? Who's talking like this? Seriously, this is my question, Mindy. Save us, please. We've got so, rant about something else because I, I can't with this fucking. Well, article. it's related to the bottom of this article, y'all. Did anyone? Scroll down and read what they scored the bottle at, and then what their oh, scoring system means. Oh, holy shit! So they scored it at ninety-seven, <laughs> and there's yeah, a whole different subject, right? And their scoring system only go. It starts at hundred, right? So hundred ninety-five to ninety-nine, ninety to ninety-four. You know, the very last line here says below eighty. They rate it as quote unquote, it's all right. Honestly, we probably won't waste your time and ours with this. Now, <laughs> when I see the number 80, I think B, it's an average poor. I would be happy with an 80 in, you know, AP English in high school. Um, but if they're saying that they're not going to waste their time with it, why are they rating it at 80? Why are they not rating it at like freaking 40? Well, here you go. And, and the, the scoring segments are in four, five point segments. So 80 to 84 is good. 85 to 89 is very good. 90 to 94 is great. 
95 to 97 is in the Pantheon. So of course this is in the Pantheon and a hundred is worth trading your first. Why do you have a fucking hundred point scale if you only use 20 of it? And I can guarantee that if you go back through the archives, they probably haven't rated a whiskey below 90 ever. No, there is. Oh God. I, I, when, when, when Mindy said that I scrolled down and I saw the hundred point. So first of all, if it's 90 to 90, 95 to 99, it's in the Pantheon, a trophy for the cabinet. But if it's a hundred, if it's one point higher than 99, it's worth trading uh, your firstborn for. Excuse I, you? <laughs> Mindy, this is your first episode. What are you doing? <laughs> it was Mark. <laughs> Mindy, I gave you that, that coaching conversation to sort of <sighs> loosen up. I, I didn't expect you to behave like that. It's my actually a good home. thing you guys did that because I would have I was about to lose my shit on this <laughs> one point difference bullshit worth trading your firstborn for. Dear America, Australia, and any other country on the planet who's listening, if you feel like a bottle of whiskey is worth trading your firstborn for, please stop fucking procreating. No, don't bring that bullshit statement into the podcast. Jesus Christ. Well, here, was, here's the rating from the same site, y'all. That was just remarkable. Middleton 46-year-old Irish whiskey. Oh, please. $45,000 a bottle. Uh-huh. Okay. They rate this at 93, which means that they rated it great, and you'll get an excited nod from friends when you pour them a dram. Okay, wait. I, I'm, I'm going to have to go collect. I'm going to have to go slip my wrist in the bathtub. I checked out the article for the blackened whiskey, the uh, taste test. This whiskey was aged to the sounds of Metallica's Black Album. The LP fared better than the spirit. We only wish there was a spirit raised on Billy Joel that we could compare it to. Jonah, I take back what I said about you having cred. Um, They rated the lowly $50 blackened whiskey at an 83 it's good it's more of your everyday drinkable it's solid and reliable i just don't know what to do with this crap i don't know who writes these sentences i if you view this technique with some dupe with the same dubious eye you might cast upon things like ocean aging unusual mash bills or sticking custom cooked staves inside of a barrel so be it. That was a sentence, guys. That- so here's here's a Jonah Jonah classic where he takes on Brooklade and their latest Port Charlotte expression. Okay, so don't look. What do you think they rated the latest Port Charlotte expression as on the Rob Report compressed scale of greatness? I'm gonna go with 82. I'm not looking. I'm actually looking at the yachts. They have a, first of all, they have a yacht section. I'm, as soon as we're done recording this episode, I'm going to the Rob Report and I'm going to contact them and I'm going to say, hey, one of you douche nozzles needs to come on the show and explain <laughs> why you think people have this kind of fucking money that they can buy mega yachts and. Well, let's get Jonah on. Let's, let's make friends with Jonah. I, I still, I still have a, a, a sliver of love in my heart for jonah so mindy what's your what's your guess on this one 
Oh, seeing as how everything I've looked at so far has been at least 90 to 90 and above, I'm going to go with like 96. They scored it a 90. So that makes it great. An excited nod from friends when you pour them a dram. And then you realize that it's a peated Isla whiskey and nobody likes drinking frog water. <gasps> Blasphemy. I can't, I can't with you. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on because, guys, I'm going to send you this. Never mind. It's a Super Mario watch. That's ugly. Wait, um, I've gonna, got a, I've, I've got a litmus test here. I'm currently well, shouting. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is hope because the Irish, uh, this Irish whiskey is big, fragrant, spicy, and oh, we did. You said the Middleton Forty Six. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I, it wasn't in the title, so I got confused. Um, I, I have a question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share my screen real quick because I want to know who made the editorial decision. Do not even bother taking it out of the packaging. Justin, oh my Justin, god, <laughs> Justin, that's a tab of porn. What are you? What are you doing here? My porn tabs are closed. Oh, that's terrible. Like, who made this editorial decision? Like, hey guys, we're not even going to take it out of the thing. Like, look at this. All of the pictures, it's still in this plastic. I'm sorry, Patek Philippe. How much is that watch, and why is it packaged? Oh, it, why oh, is it packaged? Here we go. Here we go. Got it. Here it is. Thirty-four. It's thirty-four thousand dollar watch, and it comes in a plastic bag. Guys, That's please. fucking awesome. My birthday is very, very <laughs> soon. I expect one of these for my birthday. From I think it's actually a tradition. The guest host, the first time she comes on, Wait, what? No. By uh, whoever's birthday it is next, uh, I'll protect Philippe. Mindy, when, when's uh, your birthday? I expect some sort uh, of November. tribute for for well, getting you on the show. As the guest host. Yes, but 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 but. But, <laughs> but, but, okay. Give, just give Justin a gift card to Birkenstock and he'll be happy. Okay. I, okay. <laughs> For please, listeners, please listen very closely. Please do not send me Birkenstock. Oh, <laughs> now it's happening. <laughs> Justin doesn't like Birkenstocks because he gets gunpowder between his toes. I really do. I hate it. Hate it. Oh, Angels right. Envy Madeira cask, a solid 94 rating. I, I, Jonah, you, you're impressing me here. There's, there's got to be at least one more article we've we've got to be losing our shit on. I I want to be friends with Jonah. Let's bring Jonah on. Jonah, we love you. Come on, talk to us. Defend your shit. Mindy, what is this crap about a neck pour and what is a fucking pumpkin spice latte? Pumpkin spice latte. Nope. Skipping that. Moving on. Oh, okay. <laughs> neck do you know? Do you neck know the best? Pour. Do you know the best way to to drink things that's flavored with pumpkin? In your Ugg boots. No, throw it away. Pour, pour it down the drain. That's the best way. Ah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so have any of y'all ever seen the arguments in the bourbon whiskey world about neck pours? Because this didn't even hit my radar until I read this article a few weeks ago. Yes, I, I have come across it. I'm a little more concerned with, again, the bastardization of the English language yes in this article it, it hurts to read <laughs> really and I'm, I'm four and a half words into this thing and i don't even sorry um yeah somebody explain to us what a neck pour is and then let's so the initial pour from an unopened bottle right so um if you look at a bottle of, of liquor just any liquor period right they 
refer to the neck pour as literally the liquor that is in the neck of the bottle. Um, people, some people, people who wrote this article think that the neck pour is, um, I guess, less flavorful and not as robust as a bottle that's been open over time and has oxidized. Okay. Yeah. Um, how do I explain chemistry to people? Um, you don't. That's not a thing. So it's really, it's really, really fucking easy to fix the neck pour issue. I'm going to show you with this bottle here, which by the way, guys, this sample, Mictor's 25. Um, Justin is holding a bottle, by the way. Eight ounce bottle. Justin's holding like a big daddy size bottle here and it's Mictor's 25. Okay. Flex, flex of the day goes to Justin. Here's the neck. Oh my God, look at that. It's fucking amazing. Okay, I don't I, I don't know who started this bullshit. I don't know who came up with this bullshit. It's probably the same guy who was like, hey, space tastes like raspberries. Uh, please, for the, don't worry about it. For the love of fuck, people, I, it's the same fucking liquid. If you want to change the molecular, just shake the bottle for two seconds. And move on with your life. I can't with this fucking article. I really, I really can't. I'm gonna go on the record and and I'm gonna I'm gonna feel shameful that I I may in in my time talked about how something maybe have tasted off because of a neck pour, but I didn't know. I, I consider myself in line now. I, I, I would make an argument that the last few ounces of a bottle that have been open for a very long time definitely taste different a neck pour nah somebody bring us home let's land this plane guys i i can't with this and this this is maybe getting cut off in traffic is one thing this actually made my blood boil the terrible writing is what got me y'all some of these really legitimately hurt to read I will forever feel self-conscious about letting you read my work, Mindy. Oh, no, you're good. You wouldn't believe some of the stuff that gets sent across my desk. All right. Well, uh, as always, we want to thank the Ramblers for listening, and we want to thank the lovely Whiskey Media for putting out things for us to poke fun at. Uh, Again, Jonah, I mean it. Call me. Let's let's talk. Come on the show. Um, As always, you can visit swigandramble.com. You can visit at Swig and Ramble across all the funky social media that you like to connect with. Um, Justin can be found at Gunpowder Between My Toes in my Birkenstocks. Uh, Mindy, you can be found on Instagram at the Exigency LLC, as well as at Whiskey Editor. I am Mark Pruitt at Resonant Pros. And you can find Julia at the We Tipple. Uh, Sam's clothing on a date, uh, wherever you are, call us, Julia, we're worried about you. And with that, I'll, uh, I'll give it to our next best guest host, Mindy. I could do the sign off y'all. So thanks for chiming in and, um, join us next time when we discuss those assholes who only want Ciroc. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. 
Follow us at Swig and Ramble on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter for more fermented fuckery. Cheers!